everybody. Um, this is the um, this is the hopefully the first podcast that we do for Love Doll UK. Uh, we had a we had a couple of guests lined up today, um, but there's a bit of an issue, a bit of technical issue, and uh, so that that's kind of on a back burner right now. Um, but I've been kind of putting this off for a long, long time, and I thought, you know what, we we've got to just go ahead and do that. So I'm just recording some audio right now. I have no idea what I'm going to say, and I have no idea how it's going to come out. So this may get released, or this may just be a pure trial for my for my own sort of uh, for my own efforts and peace of mind. Okay, so the question is, uh, you know, what what are we actually going to talk about? Um, again, I have no idea. So uh, let's just say, let's have a look at the website. Let's have a start. And I tell you what, actually, let's let's start with a good place. Um, and one of the best places is uh, the the news. You know, that's something that I definitely want to talk about. You know, the the news and everything that's going on right now. Uh, because if you look at any of the news stories that that we get through, and, and you know we get a ton, we keep an eye on everything that goes on, and you know it's all absolute utter garbage. Um, you know, really, I think it ju- it just really reflects the. What does it reflect? Does it re- does it reflect the media's desperation, or does it just reflect the state of media in general? In that, you know, they are they, they have a set of headlines in their mind already. Uh, you know, they they know everything they want to they want to say in every story they want to say, and and they will find somebody who will who will say that for them. You know. Uh, so you know, just looking here, a current one that's uh, that's doing the rounds at the moment is there is a robot sexual brothel which claims to be the first uh, consensual sex one where you know I think you have to get their permission or something. Um, okay, I mean that that's that's a good idea. That's something that's probably going to happen in the future. Um, I, Personally, I kind of think that there will come a point where they will reach a certain level of sentience. They may pass us, they may not. Um, you know, where it may actually be necessary to, to do that and to actually ask that. Uh, how far that is off, you know, I mean, initial instinct is to say that that's, you know, 50, 100 years off. But with the with the exponential increase in uh, techno- technological advancements, that could be, it could be five or 10 years. But, you know, so, okay, anyway, you know, in theory, that is a, that is a possible thing. Um, but the uh, the fact of the matter is that there isn't a single uh, doll or doll company out there who've created anything that is anywhere even close to first of all being able to um, s- well you could have a recorded message let's say as I consent but it couldn't in any way shape or form um, comprehend anything that was said so you know so it's really it's fictitious nonsense at the moment but. You know, it writes it writes um, it r- writes an article, and uh, and I think that's what we're seeing the crossover between um, articles which you know have any element of truth into fiction, uh, and that's what a lot of us want these days. I think we want a lot of escapism and we want some fiction. Um, and if you know if these stories weren't selling, people wouldn't be buying them. But you know, from a from a person who's sort of in this industry and can see what absolute utter nonsense every other story is, you know, kind of um, you know, it's it's. Uh, it's a bit annoying. It's a bit laughable. It's a bit, you know. It's you've just got to be realistic about these things. Okay, but this, um, this, you know. So let's have a look at the advert. You know. So, uh, yeah, they're saying a private session will cost such and such. So the whole robot brothel thing's huge. You know, we had our own little bits of involvement in that, which got you know blown massively out of proportion and backfired for us. Um, 
but they are saying so they somebody's raising an Indiegogo things, you know. So they they you know somebody got a great idea. They're going to run this uh, sexual brothel where consent is there, you know, and uh, they will be in situations where they can withdraw their consent. Okay, that's great. Um, but obviously, these people don't have any money to do it. But they've got this great idea, you know, and that's a common theme, which you know, which I see a lot of. Uh, so they want everybody to give them money so they can make this idea, this, uh, the, you know, this this plan, this uh, idea come to uh, fruition. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's crazy. Um, not understand the concept of wanting to start a sex doll brothel. I can understand the, the concept of wanting to raise finance to do that. But to have as your catch and your hook that, you know, you're going to offer... Um, you're going to offer uh, a consent model, you know, that's crazy. Um, yes, it's a hook, it's going to sell papers, but it's, uh, you know, it's it's not practical right now. Okay, so uh, next story, something we commented on the other day, the first sex robot was convinced, conceived in ancient Greece. I mean, God, I mean, how how much of a stretch is this? Okay, I mean, the, I think the story was something about how the, we the, uh, supposedly the gods created statues of themselves or of other people so that... Um, so that uh, the mortals could look at them and fantasize about them, and yeah, and I get the connection there, you know, because you've got a you've got a stone statue, or you've got a mannequin, or you've got a movable sex doll, you know, it's all kind of the same thing. Where we're creating puppets, we're creating statues of these um, of, of these dolls, of these images of, of women and, and men. Um, and now, where the hell the sex robot thing comes into the connection of ancient Greece? I mean, if I had to really think, you would think, okay, maybe they used their imagination or maybe they were a bit crazy or maybe they were a bit stoned and they could actually conceive or see the, the um, stone statues moving, you know, and there's some kind of parallel there. Um, personally, I think it's just anything that can coin the phrase sex robot and stick it on top of any possible story, um, you know, that that's more likely what it is. Um, okay, so... That is the, let's see, oh, some more stories. I mean, we, we commented on a lot of these ones. Um, festive treats at the dock this month. How do you make a life-size, uh, a film about a life-size love doll? Order through the internet into a life-affirming statement of hope. You know, I think that's talking about Lars and the real girl. Uh, I think that was what it was called, that movie, which was which was an incredible movie, you know. Um uh, sex dolls aside, you know, uh, great, great actor. I think the guy's great, you know, but yeah, what an absolutely fantastic movie in which, um, and, and it did actually, I mean, it did a very, very good job of kind of, of capturing the whole essence of the whole sex doll industry. Um, you know, there you have somebody who, you know, he's, um, uh, yeah, you know, a bit of a lonely guy, and, I, and if I remember right, you know, I, I, I can't remember, I could be making this up, but did his wife die or something, um, and, or did he have an issue with his mother or something, there's some kind of issue there, and um, he gets one of these, and, and he, um, he, he knows it's not real, but he kind of treats it so real and makes it so real in, is it almost a conscious effort at self-treatment, and I mean, wow, the bravery on this guy to, you know, go around and introduce her and, you know, and then the, the wonderful thing about the community, how they all supported him in that. And that's a very good thing. And it's, 
that in this case, you know, a lot of guys are sometimes they're embarrassed about what they're getting. Sometimes they're even ashamed. Sometimes we hear of accidents where family members find out and sometimes that goes great and it, it's off the chest and, you know, that goes wonderful in the family support of sometimes it goes horribly wrong or it creates a lifetime of embarrassment, which which is never mentioned again. And I mean, what a horrible, what a horrible feeling for that person who is, you know, they're, they're, you know they've got a bit of a... Um, you know, they've got a bit of a, a something missing inside of them and they're using this to either fill, fill that hole, they're using adult to fill that hole, or they're um, using it as a transition step to, to move on in their life, you know, like Lars did in the movie. Um, uh, you know, and, and to be judged for that uh, by by anybody and especially by a relative. And, and I know why that happens, because people have these very fixed notions about sex, and, and especially in the UK, you know, we have that British prudishness, and we're told to um, think that sex is terrible and anything out of the normal is terrible, um, you know, but for me, I, I always have complete admiration for any guy who goes down this route, who who takes steps to um, challenge um, some of some of their own sort of thoughts and feelings and, um, you know, start the healing process. And whether they know that that's what they're doing or not, or whether it's just a desire for sex, but, they're, you know, they're, they're acting that out in um, what people may not consider normal, but it's certainly healthy and it's certainly no harm to anybody, you know. Um, I really don't think we should be judging anybody who does anything like that. And I think if we were honest about it as a, as a society and as a community, all titillation and jokes and, and all of this media rubbish that's been created around it, you know, it, it's got to be a good thing. It's got to be a good thing for anybody to work through their emotions in, in whatever way they use it. And as I see it, um, using a sex doll as a tool, um, that's, that for me is a, is a fantastic way to go for it. And, and I really... Um, it would be nice and it's happening you know a lot of the judgment is going away and a lot of these negative headlines in the media also have a positive effect in that they are increasing awareness for people you know so and once the titillation dies down it, it, it will have the positive effect of um, it not being so much of an issue you know uh, because it's out there and any new idea is shocking to people but you know once once it's been out there for a little while it'll it'll uh, ease things so you know I'm not knocking completely the media they've got the job to do and they're doing what they do sometimes I kind of scratch my head and think you know what what on earth where's the link but it's it's topical for them uh, but I, you know I do also thank and praise them because they are raising awareness um, of something that's just it's a great thing for humanity I think and <laughs> maybe that's too far or maybe if people People think, well, that's a bit too far, but I mean, I, I do actually think that that's the case. All right, let's have a look and see if there's any more um, news headlines. Yep, same one. <sighs> uh, yeah, this was a this was a popular one recently. I didn't um, see this one, but a mum sent a five year old to school with an to do a nativity with a with a sheep, but it was actually a sex doll. Um, you know, honest mistake. You know, I think that let's have a look at the story. But honest mistake, the woman's gone on and she's just ordered a, probably a sheep on eBay or, or something like that, um, and it's turned out to be that way. And I mean, yeah, how that ever got to to becoming news is beyond me. Because you know, if that was in a school, uh, you know, and a teacher found that or something like that, they would just say, "Oh, oh dear," you know what I mean. Um, 
you know, we better sort of um, put that to one side and we better tell the mother when she comes later on and, you know, just keep it sort of low key. Now, you know, maybe obviously um, gossip and things like that and it kind of got mentioned around um, and, and the story kind of got spread. Somebody posted it on Facebook or something because they thought it was funny and then, and, you know, maybe that way, you know, then the media got a hold of it like that. I, you know, that maybe that's the way it happened. Um I don't know whether to laugh or cry. How am I going to explain this to his teachers? Um, I'm mortified. Yeah, okay, okay, but you know, let you know, let's kind of get over it. It's not, uh, you know, it's it's funny. It's quite funny, but it's uh, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm.